1: The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics.
0: SEO 101,
1: SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session.
0: Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Step4th Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. Hello, everyone. hello, my friend.
2: Hey, how's it going? So have you seen it?
0: Um,
2: you have right. to have seen it. The Avengers movie. It's only like the, oh. the biggest selling movie in the history of theater in its first weekend. <laughs> it beat every single other movie ever. This is the number one. What? Ever? Even like Ever. Ever. This is the number one selling movie of all time in its first weekend.
0: Wow. I'm kind yes. of surprised. I mean, first of all, I'm... I am a Joss Whedon fanatic, so I am so happy that he has finally had his shake at the things and he's done so well in his first major movie. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of like a
2: hitting a home run, like Grand Slam home run and pitching a no hitter at the same time in your very first
0: game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of uh, it's going to be tough for him to match that. But I've yeah, uh, I could go on forever about how much I love his stuff. I mean, you yeah, um,
2: but you haven't seen it yet. Starfly,
0: Serenity, um, Buffy, Angel, um,
1: Dollhouse.
0: All those are all his. He's just a genius. I did see it. It was
1: fantastic. And I'll tell you, on my 18 screen multiplex, every show was sold out. And I never seen lines go for... I mean, I never seen lines like that for movies going so late into the night. Amazing. We, We actually... I took
2: my team... To a all day Marvel movie marathon on Thursday, culminating oh. in a midnight showing of Avengers. There were four screens sold out for six movies straight.
1: Three at mine. Three.
2: Yeah. It's, it's amazing how many wow. people are with this thing. That's and every
1: was. kind of person you can think of, kids to adults to like every like comic book nerd that's out there, they all and came he, out and came for this.
2: And yes, there were people in costume. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you go with the hulk no not quite
1: <laughs> but we did, uh, we, did
2: take, we did take a team picture with all we, they gave us like special 3d glasses for that are modeled after the characters i had the iron man ones but so we took a picture of the team in front of the avengers poster with all ours. if you go to um, facebook.com slash advanced search you can see our picture
0: uh, that sounds entertaining i like it Yep. yes i will be going no, I haven't had a chance. I'm, I'm very so, happy so don't
2: So don't go to my Facebook page yet, because there's definitely a spoiler post on there. I put big oh. letters saying this is a spoiler in the comments, so don't read the comments. But
0: <laughs> oh, dear. Well, I'm sure that we could banter forever, but I guess we better get to some of these. Um, we wanted to start with today is uh, the 53 updates that Google added to their algorithms last month. That's April. And uh, yeah, they as usual they did their updates. They've been really good. They've been faithful to that, and uh, they give us a full listing of what they've applied. And let's just do a quick walkthrough. So, do you want to start, John?
2: I like to say it's probably not a full listing. I bet you there's other stuff that they don't tell oh. us about but it's great sure. that they tell us what they do tell us
0: this is night and day compared to what it was. <laughs> oh yeah
2: without a doubt. so the first thing I just pulled out some highlights of things I thought were relative and interesting because there's lots of stuff in there related to like little things like improving the spelling and foreign language indexes and things like that. Um, so I pulled out a list of stuff some stuff that I thought it would be relevant to to you guys the listeners First one I saw was they they fixed an anchor Anchor's bug fix is what they call it. Um, the, this change fixed a bug related to anchors. Well, simple. That's all they said about it. Um, but anchors are pretty pretty important in what we do as far as link building goes. So if there was a bug in it and they fixed it, you could see some changes based on them fixing a bug. So it's, it's interesting. Um, I did a little bit of research, too, because the code name for that project was organochloride. I'm like, Chloride? That kind of sounds chemical, like chlorine. And I'm like, huh, or caffeine, excuse me. So I, I did a little research to see if there's anything that caffeine and chloride mix together to form. And apparently there's a, there's a process called a salting process where sodium chloride is added to water to reduce caffeine. So as geeky as the Google people are, I'm wondering if this has some kind of tie into the old caffeine update. Just, just a thought.
0: That's, that's really cool. That's a good, it's a really good insight. You know that they like to be, uh, well, nerdy, not even geeky. They're nerds.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: They are as nerd as they get. <laughs> um, yeah, I just want to say that. Organochloride. <laughs> it's just a neat name. It, it, wasn't that a
2: movie by the guys who created South Park? No, no.
0: Yeah. chloride is what that would be. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yes, yes, of course. Um, the next one is uh, they made they had some improvements to how search terms were scored in rankings. Um, now, first of all, a, a lot of people saw changes in April, so it's not like we're about to see this now. This is stuff that had already been applied, so this just might explain some of the issues you've already seen. Um, I just wanted to preface that, just so you don't go, "Oh my God, what's going to happen tomorrow?" It's already yeah, exactly. happened,
2: <laughs> and there was lots of people going, "Oh my God, what happened all last month?" So, <laughs> oh my be God, I never
0: had I haven't had this many calls since. The Florida update in, what, 2004? Yeah. I mean, it's just it's been epic.
2: It's, it was a very crazy April when it comes to the algorithm and search rankings.
0: I'm even, uh, I've got a call today with someone who lost their ranking in Google Places. I think they're on a major sp- spam attack right now.
2: Yeah, Places has been really buggy, too. So it, there's a lot of. If you go out and read about places, you go to Mike Blumenthal or David Nim's blogs, there's a lot of stuff going on in places that's just not working right. So places is very buggy. If you get hit with places, it's hard to diagnose because who knows if it's something that you did or something someone did to you or it's a bug that Google's got going on. So places is very weird to diagnose right now.
0: I uh, actually found my my listing wasn't even appearing uh, at Google Places. And I went, oh, crap. You know, I did all this work. It had been there for years. So I went and launched uh, another one. And then uh, not two days later, my old one appeared again. And I, I got the listing in the mail to, to approve the new one. I'm like, I oh, guess I'm not going to do that. Uh, it's just so frustrating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and then I also had, um, I found out today I've got videos. I've always had videos on mine. They don't appear. They appear in the edit listing, but they don't appear like visibly. It's so annoying, man. Really annoying. And they're not even irrelevant or anything. It's interviews with Ralph Wilson. You know? Perfect. Uh, Anyways, (laughs) back on topic here. Um, So improvements to how search terms are scored in ranking. One of the most quote-unquote here. One of the most fundamental signals used in search is whether and how your search terms appear on the pages you're searching. This change improves the way those terms are scored. In other words, they're messing with the order of scoring. Um, they don't, as usual, they don't tell us much, but we can extrapolate at times. And I can see that being very
2: closely tied to the Penguin update, because of there's a lot of things people do with keywords on a page that could be termed gray hat, or could be a little pushing the edge as far as you know, keyword stuffing and and using. Too many of the same term over and over again, you know, for keyword density kind of issues. There's a lot of stuff that I think would be tied to Penguin when it comes to how they evaluate search terms on your page.
0: Mm-hmm. Agreed.
2: What's the next one here? Um, more text from the beginning of the page in snippets. Um, this change makes it more likely that we'll show text from the beginning of a page in a snippet when that text is particularly relevant. So th- if, if you don't have a meta description or, or a title tag, a lot of times um, they will create one for you. Um, and the snippets are usually, if you don't have a meta tag, they'll pull a piece of code off your page, a snippet, put it in their listing to describe your page. Um, apparently, they're taking this court more from the top of the page now. I'm assuming, I guess, they're making the assumption, I guess, that the text at the beginning of the page is more relevant than text later on. It's um, this is something I could think, um, but it just lets us know that, hey, if we're not using a meta tag or even some case, have you seen any cases where even with a meta tag, the, yeah, I guess one case, if you do have a meta tag, but it's the same meta tag that you've used on multiple pages. So if you don't have a unique meta tag on all the pages of your site, say you have a
0: description tag. Yes, right? excuse me.
2: Yes, meta description tag. Correct. Um, <clears throat> that they will actually create one for you based on the content of the page. Yeah. Um, so you want that relevant content towards the top of your page. Apparently now it's a little bit more important.
0: Especially well, they're also, I don't think it's noted here, perhaps it is, but I, I I also know that they're changing how they deal with title tags, so they're starting to regularly rewrite those. Oh. That's no good. It's scary. That's kind of scary. Yeah.
2: I wonder if there's a way you can, you can force them to use yours. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean... <laughs> I, well, you can tell them not to use the ODP like descriptions from Yahoo or the DMOZ through, through meta directions. At some point, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they came out with a meta tag that told them and said, hey, use what I put on my page. Don't overwrite it. Because in mm. some cases, they might not get it right.
0: Yeah, but that's the same, same thing applies to the description, but they're not letting us mess with that. Yeah. It's, uh, unfortunately, I, I mean, unless they get enough examples where it's garbage, I think they're going to be uh, pretty, tough, pretty tough about that. I, I think it's silly. I think the, the title, um, unless this page is completely horribly optimized, like, or you know, simply isn't a good page, the mm-hmm. title is going to have relevance to the page. I mean, it should be fine.
2: Well, but you got to think also. What they're doing is they're removing ways for us to manipulate their rankings because we know if we write a good title, we write a good description, that's going to do better. But if they can automate the process of where they get that and don't leave it up to us, and they do it through their algos, they cut out one more thing that you know, there's some SEO out there is going to try to manipulate.
0: Well, and that's only what how it appears on the page in the, in the SERPs and the search engine results. So it's not mm-hmm. that it actually has any bearing on the algo visibly, like how where you rank, uh, as far as I understand. It's it's just about how it, it's presented within the results. So, yeah, there is something that's taken away there in case you were using your title tag to try and drive a click. But other than that, I don't think it's going to yeah. have any other impact. Uh, it's interesting, though. But you you bunched up this next bit, so I'll, I'll let you take that as well.
2: So, so basically, there was three in a row that really talked about uh, changes they made to the freshness update. and And actually, in these things, they have code names and project names. And these were all under the project Freshness, which was the freshness update. I'm assuming that happened. It was like last November, December time frame. So they're still tweaking these updates. Um, so the first one was smoother ranking changes for fresh results. Um, so they're, they're going to try to make the, the, I can read it, but it's a long one. We want to help you find fresher results, particularly in search results with um, important new web content, such as breaking news topics. Try to promote content that appears to be fresh. Um, this change applies at a more granular classifier, leading to a more nuanced changes in, in ranking based on freshness. So obviously this one isn't a big change. So it's not going to have huge impact. But there's two other ones related with freshness as well. Um, they did improvements to the freshness signal. Um, this changes improvement to freshness signals that help them identify which content is fresh. Um, and then the, the interesting one that, that, uh, that, that Ross highlighted here, which is actually a pretty good one and pretty much tied to Pan, or to Penguin as well, I'm guessing, is no freshness boost for low-quality content. That might actually be a Panda one, low-quality content. So basically we have modified a classifier we use to promote fresh content to exclude fresh content-identified content identified has particularly low qual- quality, so even if you're putting fresh content out there, it's got to be good quality. If you're just pumping out content to keep to to, to manipulate the freshness up update to keep fresh content on your site, if it's not good quality, it's not going to help you
0: at all. I, I particularly love the code name No Rot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is a good code name.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that was the reason I highlighted that is it just it made a lot more sense. You know, a lot of people try and um, abuse the freshness quotient. By making sure they're publishing lots of content but if the content's not considered good it's not going to have a benefit
2: it's a waste of your time
0: yeah as everything Absolutely. is now <laughs> when it comes to that sort of thing i mean you've gotta <laughs> I, I actually really love love these changes that google's putting out i don't like how it's impacting certain people but it's gonna have to happen i guess but the good thing is is it's really making it difficult for people to to um game it and uh I'm impressed. It's really making a difference. Um, yep. And you know, you still hear a lot of garbage about SEO is dead now for sure. Like whatever. I mean, <laughs> it drives me crazy. <laughs> But
2: you, you got to think about it, too. They, they're going to tell us all this stuff, but really, how does it work? Who's doing the testing? Who, have, has anybody tested this stuff? Probably not yet because it just came out last, last Friday. But, you know, how do you know where's, where's the line between low quality and good quality and how it impacts freshness? You know, th- you know, where is that? How do you, how do you determine, you know, it's, it, what they're trying to do is be fairly vague so people just produce good quality content. I mean, but how do you define it? That's the question. That's that's what we have to do as an industry is figure out how to make sure people stay on the right side of that line.
0: Yeah, haven't we always tried? Huh? Anyways, yeah. let's take a quick break. And when we get back, we're gonna, going to go to a few other points. And also, uh, yeah, we've got lots of stuff to cover today. So it be great.
2: Yeah.
1: SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for
0: Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs.
1: Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries into the 16th Annual International Web Award Competition. Independent judges from around the world recognize the best websites from nearly 100 industries. Web Awards winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Awards site. You can't win if you don't enter. Sign up now at www.webaward.org. Just getting your feet wet on the Internet? Then dive into our
0: stream.
1: WebmasterRadio.fm.
0: We're the coolest place around. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere.
1: Okay, class. Take your seats and no
2: talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
0: Welcome back to SEO 101 on Webmaster Radio.fm with John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and social, social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Uh, before, we were talking a, a bit about the... Well, some of the highlights of the 53 updates to the Google algorithms last month in April. And uh, we've got a few more to cover here. I'm just going to try and um, sort of get these done quickly because we've got a, a question from a listener that we'd like to, to tackle today. Um, the, the next one is a better query interpretation. Uh, quote unquote, this launch helps us better interpret the likely intention of your search query as suggested by your last few searches. Of course, as many of us know, um, Google has made personalization mandatory. There's really no way of turning it off. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what you do is tracked, and, and how um, you've been doing it recently will ha- have an impact in how you search and uh, your results. What's, uh, really interesting and to me,
2: what's really interesting to me about this one is they didn't show a code name or a project name tied to it. It makes me think there's a number of updates that go into this one. That There are all different code names and different, pro- or maybe even different projects.
0: Very true. Yeah, and it's probably uh, quite in depth. I mean, mm-hmm. this is the core of everything they do. I mean, I can't fathom something that would have taken yeah. this must have taken a lot of discussion before they implemented this.
2: Oh yeah, the next one's interesting too. If you think about it, the next one, they increased the base index size. Their base index size by fifteen percent. Um, basically, the size of their index increased by 15%. It's pretty that simple. And I looked up, if I real quick, there was a, I did a search and I found that currently as of 6 May, Google has uh, just under 48 billion pages indexed. But you can see over last month a huge jump um, from about the first week of April to the end of may they went from somewhere around 36 to they bouncing around between 48 and 52 billion so they had you could see they had a huge increase interesting enough at the same time a much more critical increase bing went from about 3 billion pages indexed <laughs> in one day jumped to 15 billion pages indexed so they increased their index by 500% on april 26th very interesting. Wow. Not sure what that was or why it happened, but it'd be interesting to do a little research, try to figure it out.
0: Did they do oh, an announcement for that?
2: Not that I know, but I am actually Wednesday night. I'm going to be at the Microsoft offices in Manhattan speaking in behalf of Microsoft and Bing. So I'm going to actually have some people to ask and I'll see if I can
0: figure that out. You're going to speak on behalf of them?
1: Uh, at Acuity Insurance, we know the best decisions come from the heart. So let your heart take the lead.
0: We'll protect it with ours. Find business, home, and auto insurance at Acuity.com.
1: Acuity, a mutual insurance company and other companies. Not all products available in all states.
2: And yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a thing. Microsoft and Bing have a um, – it, we're speaking to the – the uh, what do they call it? The Chamber of Chambers. So the Chamber of Commerce of Manhattan is having a – Thing with Microsoft at the Microsoft headquarters for all the different chambers inside of, of Manhattan. Um, and Microsoft's going to be talking about offices and servers and stuff. And another gentleman from my company's going to be talking about paid marketing, and I'm going to be talking about SEO and social.
0: Very cool. Yeah,
2: moving up in the world. Jesus, we're lucky um, to have you. Uh, I'm trying to move up, but I'm not going anywhere from here. I love this show too much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> well, that's so that cool, just
2: man. just a little bit interesting about the size of the indexes.
0: Yeah. Well, the next one's a keyword stuffing classifier improvement. Now, I, I highlighted this because, well, a lot of people felt the, the uh, spike from this one. Uh, it's definitely Penguin re- related because keyword stuffing was, I think, a, a solid component of the Penguin update. Uh, quote, unquote, we have classifiers designed to, tech- to, to detect when a website is keyword stuffing. This change made the keyword stuffing classifier better. Uh, and they needed this. They've needed this for years. It's oh, writing it oh, yeah. took so long. Um, Absolutely. There were so many sites that were just pushing the limit and getting rankings. It just drove me nuts because we were trying to do the best thing for our client and be safe. Meanwhile, they're getting beat out by people doing black hat techniques and just powering through the keywords. Uh, mm-hmm. It just made me angry. And I still see a lot of them there, um, particularly in the real estate field. Um uh, it's it's frustrating seeing so much of it, yeah. but uh, I but, guess. But and
2: I think yeah. you're still going to see them. I mean, they're they're, they're improving, but it doesn't mean that all of a sudden they fixed the problem. I bet just some of this stuff is still going to surface. They're just going to have to get better and better over time. And I think the next one's going to help with that for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, talking about a general um, general response. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Again, no code name, project code name, or you know, launch code name for this one. Basically, they said more authoritative results. We've tweaked a signal we use to surface more authoritative content. Period. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's that's very, very, very generic. Um, that could mean anything from from how they deal with domain history to linking to social media signals. There's so many things that can impact the authority of a site it, it's hard.
0: I would I would you know I would lean towards it being a social orientation because Lean towards what? Uh, I, I would think that social would have been embedded in that a bit because socials become so strong. Uh, um, um, hear- a signal for them. It would make a lot of sense that they're using that a little more for uh, identifying authoritative results.
2: Okay. All right. So, so I mean,
0: that it's that's just a, a, we're just guessing, of course, but
2: yeah, yeah. And, and that's just that's just a handful of the the updates. Um, if you go to insiders inside. Search.blogspot.com, that's Google's, that's the, the, the blog they usually put these changes out on each month. I um, mean, You should be able to find it. It's right up towards the top right now. It's the um, search quality highlights 53 changes in April. So wow. if you want to read them all, that's where they are.
0: And there are a lot. Yes. Okay. Well, we've got a question now from one of our, our listeners, uh, from David D. Yes, David, don't worry, we didn't forget about you. Um, I'm going to have to... Uh, do this fairly quickly. We're in a bit of a schedule today. But uh, uh, summarizing it, he says here, through my website, he's, he's building a new website and he wants some in- information on how to optimize it. But I'll just paraphrase what he's asked. Through my website, I'll offer various mobile marketing services. And I'll also add new related content to the site regularly as a means of teaching others about mobile marketing and practical ways for businesses to use it. His question is, if you were building a new website such as mine and you wanted to drive a decent amount of traffic to it, but in legitimate ways, what six to eight things would you do? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> now I'll start with what I, I started with here, which was a content plan. Uh, so many people don't do this, and, and I, I know why. I'm guilty of it too. Sometimes we just we're in a rush to build something and see something. But I really believe that you know you want to set the services you'll offer on paper, build the content around that, and then create content ideas for writing about. Each of those services in a blog, so you've got let me be a list of different content ideas or articles, posts, whatever you want to call them, for each of the services. So you can, and they're not just pitches, right? These are um, uh, like say if I I was going to talk about pay per click marketing, I would I wouldn't be saying hey we do pay per click blah 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 blah. No, it would be all right. These are some tips on how to do uh, uh, use local in pay per click or how to uh, do. Um, Contextual ads, on and on and on. You know, these are all there's all different things. Make them into tutorials, things that can actually work yeah. for you. Um, I, I, that's I what, saw a good I saw a good one this morning.
2: Someone wrote an article on the three things that pay per click managers can learn from SEO. You know, things like that tie things together. That, that really works well.
0: Yeah, and once you've had this content plan. Uh, then you would do the keyword research. So using the content plan, determine the best keywords you're going to use in each, the, in each of the articles and also on the pages that you're creating. Um, it, it, the keyword research, I mean, obviously, Davey, you are, you already understand some of SEO. So you know that content uh, has to be optimized, um, at least essentially. Um, so knowing which keywords people are actually searching for, perhaps not picking the top. Don't go for the top. Go for some longer tail phrases would be a good way to start since you're essentially starting from scratch. You won't have the clout necessary to compete on really high, um, highly competitive terms. Where would you go from there, John?
2: Um, I'd really think, and and I'm rereading the question a little bit. Um, Right now, a lot of things that that we're talking about, and I think you've got on your list um, to help, it really related to organic search. but. But he's talking about driving traffic in general, so from an organic standpoint, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I think
0: I think the next step. No, I lost is, you there, John. I guess there uh, be some connection oh, issues. Okay, oh, am I are. back
2: yet? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I lost a little bit too for a while. That's weird. Um, so um, I don't know what you heard or didn't hear, but I was thinking, you know, the keyword research is good, and, and applying that to the site. Um, You know, in a really good organized structure through siloing content with related content, you know, in the same areas of the site is good. Uh, I I think that there's uh, beyond organic search, there's definitely some things to look at today to make to drive traffic. So uh, I want to finish talking about the organic search stuff. But before we finish answering this question, Ross, I want to make sure we talk about the non-search kind of things to, to
0: deal with as well. Sure. well, the stuff I posted after that um, to abbreviate is posting your content socially, getting active externally, participating in question sites, proposing guest posting, all those things are going to drive traffic. Um, I really believe you know, posting your content socially while engaging others in similar markets um, mm-hmm. are, is really going to boost the social signal and, and, and make it extremely well, take one step closer to making it extremely clear what you're all about. And also you're going to get to know people, People are going to see that you're an expert in your field, or start to anyways. And uh, I would start with Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and StumbleUpon. I, I, those are my favorite four. Yep. Um, and
2: and I, I'd say without a doubt, especially if it's a brand new site and you need to drive traffic, a lot of the stuff we're talking about takes time. I would look into PPC. I would look into doing Facebook advertising, um, standard PPC through Google and the engines as well, at least as a start to get your traffic flowing, to start getting brand recognition and building and help seed some of this this content that you're creating. Because that stuff, if you try to rely on organic, it does take some time. But if you need to get some revenue running quickly, um, look into the paid advertising side of things as well.
0: Yeah, and and I believe that um, a lot of what we're doing here is also... Uh, what, what I've laid out is also going to help you organically in terms of uh, of getting the, the kind of links that Google's going to be looking for now. Uh, the social signals are hard to yep. fake if there's actually interaction. Uh, obviously, anyone yep. can post anything to Facebook, but if there's interaction with it, that is a selling point. And I, uh, all the stuff I'm p- p- pitching here um, is to be done legitimately and with with clear focus and, and with good content. So Absolutely. Um, yeah, so getting active externally, go to forums related to your market such as LinkedIn mm-hmm. or also LinkedIn or uh, Facebook groups uh, so you can build up persona of expertise and and also use it just to make the connections you need. Uh, so much of it is about networking.
2: Yep, and a- don't forget and, and, don't forget Google Plus is a social network cuz that will have a definite impact on mm-hmm. your Google search in some place, some cases. Very good.
0: Um, it's kind of a it's telling that I keep forgetting it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> another thing another thing to think about if you're looking at a way to drive traffic I mean, if you have the resources or the capabilities to to get it made, infographics are really good these days. For getting people will post those things like crazy, and they drive traffic.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's tough to do, isn't it? But yeah, they're definitely good.
2: It takes resources, or if you if you have a designer that you that has the capability, or you yourself can do it, it's a lot easier. But if you because if you have to go out and pay someone to create an infographic, it's
0: not cheap to get good ones. No. No, definitely not. Um, you know, also question sites. I, I find them really, really useful. Yahoo Answers, Quora, LinkedIn Answers. These are all places where people are going and asking questions. Unfortunately, a lot of them are are um, just seeded by people who already know the answers, which I can't stand. Um, but uh, there are generally some uh, really genuine people asking questions and, and, and it gives you an opportunity, a good forum to, to, to show what you know and be really, truly helpful. Don't pitch yourself. Just be there to help. Um, propose guest posting. There's a lot of guest posting going on these days um, and, and really it has a lot of benefit because you're hitting an entirely new audience, not just your own blog, but other blogs. And if they like what you say, you're genuine, and it, has, it makes a lot of sense, they're going to come and, and follow you in your own blog, or in the very least, uh, uh, maybe even uh, just like what you've written, which is great mm-hmm. for your social signals. It's,
2: it's really interesting that a lot of the things you're mentioning, a lot of things you put down on this list, Ross, all have a common thread. Outside of you know, they're all related to SEO. The common thread through all these things that you're putting on here is education. Go out and educate people, and wherever you can find a place to do it, on what you, on your product and your knowledge. And the more you educate people, I, I've tell people for years, education is absolutely the best form of lead gen there is anywhere. And the more you do this, the more you participate in question sites, do guest posts, comment on other people's things to give them information. All that kind of stuff is really just educating. You go out and do it everywhere, and it will help you from an organic search perspective.
0: Definitely, I mean, another thing is, uh, and this is one of those instances where people are uh, usually pretty skeptical, and I can't blame them. But commenting, uh, I don't do it for links, but what it is good for, good for, is showing uh, again that expertise, and and it's it's also it turns into a bit of a forum. So thoughtfully commenting on related articles. Again, these are mm-hmm. all signals. If they all come from related content and related themes, that is going to rub off on your website as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, we're actually the newsletter one you have here. Creating an online newsletter, we're actually in the process of creating a new newsletter ourselves for my team, and it's just an amazing process to think about the kind of content you put in there and what it'll do for the people and the people you're sending it to. It's
0: it's good. It's great. Yeah. Um, one of the the, uh, listeners on our forum here, savingthing.com said, and humor, got to add the humor, and that's true. (laughs) Of course, we're not funny. We're just sort of silly.
2: We're just dumb. We're just stupid about
0: this. (laughs) Things that make you irresistible. Oh, yeah, okay. So maybe I'll post a make sure my Angelina Jolie uh, uh, avatar is on there. (laughs) There you go, yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, so that, that I hope that helps, David. Um, that's sort of that's where I would start. I mean, obviously, the first three—the content plan, the keyword research, and building the site—are pretty epic. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> once <laughs> you, you have get have that done, yeah, there's a lot of time spent on the other issues. Um, you know, really getting out there and getting known and and responding. You know, not just posting and forgetting, responding and being you know, interactive. Uh, something I'm hundred percent guilty of not doing enough. But, um, and I think a lot of us are, but it, it's, it's very important. It really shows that you're uh, you're a standout company. Absolutely. So that's uh, our show today. I'm sorry. I know there's a couple of questions that were on the, or at least one question on the forum, um, just as we were speaking and I'll write it down and make sure we uh, look at it in the next show. If it if has think, any, if yeah. you think it's a quick one, let's just get it. Okay. Um, other than, uh, com, he says, other than using your own server or YouTube, et cetera, what's a good site for your content if your page links, uh, what that? what's a good site for your content if your page links to your content? What am I missing there? Other than what's using a your... a
2: good site for your content? So, is he thinking about the idea of publishing content somewhere else for link building purposes, like hub pages and Skidoo and that kind of stuff?
0: It seems like that's the idea. So these, your page is linking back to your content on your own site. I don't know.
1: He was referring to saying for Flickr for pics or video seminars, Vimeo.
2: Oh, so if, if you're creating, creating content out there and you're pushing it out and you want to have that content link back to your site, is that correct?
1: i think that's where he was going with it.
0: Hmm. And the,
2: the question related to it is what? What's
0: a good site? To do that, I guess I, I don't know. it's sort of lost my well, it,
2: it depends on the kind of content. So I'm going to assume that you're talking about publishing content out in other places on the web, and different types of content will have different places to publish it. Makes sense. You know, pictures, of course, are going to be places like Flickr. Um, even though there's all these no follows, you still still could get traffic through them. YouTube, Vimeo, um, for videos, those kind of places. Um, for actual text based content, I mentioned a couple: Squidoo, Hub Pages. Um, the article marketing sites got hit pretty hard with panda but it actually it was very interesting i saw a post the other day about they, they looked at about 15 to 20 different sites that got those article distribution sites that got hit by panda and looked at them you know through the whole year what happened when they first got hit and how they recovered the only two that really made great recoveries that i saw were squidoo and hub pages they're actually doing better than they were when H- panda hit so
0: yeah he says you're. And also, if you don't want your own server, so necessarily. In other words, would a site like Flickr have a better ranking than your own server if you were to market it? I think it really comes down to. I mean, the profiles within uh, Google does look at them internally, so it's not as though you're going to get a lot of the clout from Flickr on your on your page.
2: So, so look, so look at it this way. Remember that Google does not index websites; Google index web pages. So, if you have the same content on two pages. You- you're still going to have to deal with the authority and inbound linking to those pages. So you are going to get a benefit sitting on Flickr over top of sitting on your site because Flickr is a much more authoritative site than yours. Um, however, it's not going to be that big unless you do a lot of partition or participation in Flickr and get a lot of internal links built to your profile and your content. And the only way to do that on some of those sites is participate by commenting on other people's si- photos, um, joining groups, answering questions. That participation thing is what builds that internal linking structure on those third-party sites, and that's yeah. what's going to help you do better.
0: Yeah, and, and don't count on Flickr doing that much for you. I mean, like he said, you yeah. still have to do quite a bit of work. Uh, but yeah, if you don't want to have your own website, in other words, your own server, um, you can make these into pretty profitable entities. I mean, look at YouTube. I mean, those those YouTube profiles, these people are making a fortune off them, and it's just a YouTube page. Yep. Um, it, it's there's a lot of benefits to these. It's just well, yeah. It's, once you picked one, you're stuck with it. <laughs>
2: it's so, something to keep in mind too, though. If your own website literally is the only thing that you own on the internet. You could build the best YouTube profile. You can make tens of thousands of dollars with YouTube every month. But one of these days, it could go the way of MySpace, and you're SOL. But if you have your own website and you put all that energy and effort into your own website, that's yours and that will stay yours forever unless you decide to sell it or just give up on it. If you put all your eggs in some third party, that third party could go away sometime. I actually read a very interesting article last week. A guy wrote an article about how he predicts that both Facebook and Google will go the way of MySpace within five years. And he has a very good argument as to why that would happen.
0: Huh. Well, you got to so, put that. Post that on SEO 101. I'd like to read that myself.
2: Yeah, I will. So, so if you put all your eggs in somebody else's basket, be prepared that someday someone's going to drop that
0: basket, and all your eggs are going to break. <sighs> it's a sad day. Well, you know, and also consider I've I've had I've been dealing with so many people who've had issues with Google rankings um, over mm-hmm. this past while. Don't put all your eggs in that basket either. All they're doing is expecting their their Google rankings to pay their bills. Ah, uh, scary. Right.
2: That's very wow. scary. That's been scary for a couple of years now to me, but it's scary. Yeah.
0: It, it always comes back into my mind when I see that. It's, it's just frightening. And, and it's, I know it's a reality that Google is the biggest, but just, you know, there are other markets. You don't have to put everything there. You can right. make money on Bing. <laughs> Not as much, but you can make money on Bing. So Apparently, they increased in their index by 500% last
2: month. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that's now, the same cities. with PPC too because I, I've for years people say no I don't want to do SEO I'm doing PPC and it's working well for me well what happens when all of a sudden the terms that you're bidding on become too expensive for you to profit on and now you can't make any money and all your, all your marketing focus was on PPC all your eggs in one basket you're screwed once again so yeah. please, please diversify
0: Please. It makes things a whole lot less stressful for everyone. <laughs> it's not the easiest job this one when you when you have to deal with that. So yep. um well, you know what, we better we better get going here. I know uh saving com's mm-hmm. got lots of questions and please go and post them on Facebook. We'd love to have uh, have those for the next show. What's but, that um, address, well, being...
2: What's that Facebook address for him?
0: Oh yes, it's facebook.com slash SEO one oh one podcast. And uh we'd love to hear from anyone listening. Um we do try and get to every question possible, so uh, we'd love to hear from you. So on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. Thanks for joining us today. My contact email is ross at stepforth.com. That's S-T-E-P-F-O-R-T-H dot com. So feel free to get a hold of me. and You can get a hold of John through Twitter at John Carcutt. That's Carcutt with two T's. And uh, thanks for joining us today on SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Remember, we're on every Monday, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. Have a great week, everyone.
2: Thanks for listening, everybody.